Welcome to another Tyrius Cast. I'm Jim McGregor. And I'm Kevin Crewell. And today we're going to discuss a shift in the electronics industry towards custom silicon solutions. We discussed this a bit in our recent Tyrius Cast on the automotive segment, but the trend is growing. Just this week, Alibaba announced a new AI chip, but this isn't just a result of the trade dispute. Yeah, more likely this chip has been in development since before the dispute uh, really took effect. This is a really a global shift being driven by applications in AI, autonomous vehicles, IoT, where companies are looking to differentiate in terms of performance, power, and cost. In addition to the, the um, Alibaba chip, you can just remember not too long ago, we have the TPU at Google, and we have Amazon Web Services developing their own ARM server chip called Graviton. Yeah. And it's also being enabled by factors like the availability of design tools from companies like Cadence, Siemens, and Synopsys, design resources like third-party designers, eSilicon's one that, that comes to mind, and the availability of intellectual property or IP from companies like Arm. In fact, more companies have become licensing IP, including traditional semiconductor vendors like AMD and IBM, some of the tool vendors, both Cadence and Synopsys, license IP, and even some of the foundries like Samsung and TSMC offer IP. Yeah, the IP licensing business can be very profitable and a nice incremental business to regular silicon production. You know, AMD licensed its graphics technology, the Radeon graphics technology, to Samsung recently. But we have also another new business model. That's, that's the open source cores. The first one of mainstream uses the RISC-V Foundation, RISC-V Core. When you combine this with other open source software, it has really never been easier to develop a, a custom silicon solution. As we mentioned in the other Tyrius cast, Tyrius Research estimates that there, there's over 300 entities developing custom silicon just around AI. This includes universities, government labs, semiconductor startups, semiconductor traditional semiconductor vendors, and both the device and system OEMs like car manufacturers. When you look at all the potential applications, including all the IoT applications, servers, and everything else, this could easily be several times larger. Everyone is developing custom silicon on a standalone basis. In the case of automotive, like Tesla, they hired an extensive design team from companies like AMD, NVIDIA, and Intel. But other uh, automotive equipment and OEMs will or will probably turn to semiconductor manufacturer firms, traditional semiconductor vendors like NXP, Renaissance, and ST Micro, that will then assist them in building a solution that's custom to their needs. So I guess the billion dollar question is, Kevin, will this trend continue and what does it mean for the rest of the industry? Well, okay, I'll take the first one. Obviously, I believe this is definitely a trend that will continue. What's happened in the past will continue to forward in, in terms of the availability of IP from vendors and tool chain support. The semiconductor industry has and continues to evolve, and this is just one of those changes in the evolution. First, the in industry broke out specialized functions like packaging and foundry manufacturing services and independent companies. Then it moved past IP to I IP licensing. Now, with the slowing of advances in semiconductor lithography technology, a.k.a the slowing of Moore's law, the industry is turning to a new technology like chiplets 
and other multi-chip modules to be able to combine multiple die from multiple different types of semiconductor processes into one or into develop really highly integrated system in packages or system on chips, whatever you want to call it. These may include everything from a system requiring sensors, wireless connectivity, power management, different types of I.O. All these types of functions could be produced in different chiplets and then integrated into a package. I agree with you, Kevin. This trend is going to continue and it's going to have a huge impact on the future structure and profit segments of the industry. The trend is a huge boost for the design firms, EDA tool vendors, companies licensing intellectual property, and the foundry companies. However, I also think that this puts pressure on the traditional semiconductor vendors to change their business models to begin providing more design services and selling custom solutions at competitive prices. Likewise, this puts pressure on traditional system vendors that supply to OEMs or the end customers that are designing their own solutions, which range from IoT solutions all the way up to cloud service providers. This is likely to fuel more competition and innovation in the marketplace, which is a good thing. The end result is it will benefit consumers and industrial clients with better integration and more advanced features. Well, and as we've seen, it's also brought companies together. Like with the new AMD Ryzen and Epic processors, they're combining dive that, I guess, their processor modules from TSMC on their 7 nanometer process, and they're combining it with an I.O. die from Global Foundries that's done on a 12 nanometer process into a single module or a single package. So if nothing else, this is, this is a very exciting time for the high-tech industry. It certainly is. It always is exciting. That's why we like it so much. And with that, I think it brings our wrap to another one of our Tyrius casts. Please remember that Tyrius Research is a market research and advisory firm that provides custom research and advice to the entire high-tech ecosystem from sensors all the way to cloud. This includes custom market sizing, product and company competitive analysis, mergers and acquisition evaluations, product and corporate strategic planning, and marketing strategies. If you'd like more information about Tyrius Research or inquire about our services, please contact us directly at kevin at tyriusresearch.com or jim at tyriusresearch.com. That's T-I-R-I-A-S research. You can also visit our website at www.tyriusresearch.com. Please keep up with us on social media, and that's on Twitter and Facebook at Tyrius Research or at Crewell. K-R-E-W-E-L-L for Kevin. And at Tech Strategist, that's T-E-K-S-T-R-A-T-E-G-I-S-T for Jim McGregor, myself. And through our articles in Forbes, EE Times, and ECT News. We have white papers also posted on our website. Thank you for joining us. If you have any feedback on this Tyrius cast or recommendations for our future Tyrius cast, please contact us directly. I'm Kevin at TyriusResearch.com, and Jim is Jim at TyriusResearch.com to make it easy on you guys. Thank you, and have a great day. Mm-hmm.